0: The Fijian historic victory over the New South Wales Waratahs in Melbourne on Saturday not only ended New South Wales' dominance of Super W, but may also be opening doors for women athletes in Fiji and around the Pacific.
1: Lueningula to Rocco Uono. A new champion is crowned in the Super W. The Fijiana and Drua etched their name and nation into women's rugby history here in Australia.
0: The Waratahs went into the final as hot favourites with an impressive unbeaten record of 19 games across five Super W seasons, but despite dominating the set-piece from the get-go, they were undone by the brilliance of the Fijiana in open play in a nail-biter of a final. Fijiana coach Seniorusi Seruwakula praised the women's team spirit after the match.
1: I'm very proud, very proud of the girls, the, the achievement we've, uh, we've done and, uh, and we thank a uh, lot who's been given us the confidence and the blessings to be here in Australia and competing in this, uh, in this competition. And, and uh, you know, mainly for the girls, I'm very thankful for the, for the confidence and for the teamwork and the work rate they, they do out there which uh, show me at the end of the game.
0: Joining me from Suva is RNZ Pacific correspondent Lide Movono, who has been following the Fijian Anandros Super W season. Bula Lide, what was the mood in Suva when that final whistle blew?
1: In the dying minutes of that game, in the final play, when Fiji, when Fiji got the final play before they kicked it out to end that match, there were already fireworks coming out all over you know, the neighborhood I live in, which is about 10 minutes away from the city center of the capital, Suva. And that continued for a good couple of hours. Um, there were horns uh, as cars uh, plugged, uh, tooted their horns driving by. There were, there were um, fireworks all over the place, and people were just yelling. People were just yelling from you know inside of their homes, running out of their balcony. Um, These group of women have uh, taken the hearts of every Fijian rugby fan, and that's saying a lot, because in a country that's very patriarchal and still very conservative, it is the men's game that holds the attention of the nation. And um, bear in mind that Fiji, uh, Fijians value rugby in a way that nothing else unites this country. It's, it's it crosses barriers of culture, race, and age, and and now gender. So for Fiji women to hold attention of a nation that's very patriarchal for as long as this particular team has been unbeaten, and then to go on and win, you know, in such brilliant circumstances, you know, in their debut year and things like that, um, it's completely shattered a lot of uh, cobwebs, insofar as Fiji rugby is concerned. There are girls everywhere who now have doors just open for them because it's now okay. You know, almost overnight, but we know it wasn't overnight. It was in a space of you know, three months or six months uh, depending on how long these women were based in Australia working to bring back this title. They have just made it possible for young girls all over this country to walk into a rugby field and say, I want to play. Up until uh, a, a, not long ago, um, I would say with um, confidence maybe five years ago, although the work has been done about 10, 15 years back, it was still very difficult for women to play rugby. There are women in this Fijiana team who were chased away, shun away, not allowed, or in the case of Bitila Tawake the captain, playing in secret just to be able to get the kind of strength to make it into this Fijiana draw team.
0: That's amazingly there and, and you you mentioned a bit there the struggles with the resourcing as well, if you want to talk a bit about what what they've gone through.
1: You know, Karu, there are girls everywhere and women, and even, you know, 60-something-year-old women. I'm talking about my mother's generation and my mother in specific, uh, who have been crying every single weekend that this Vijiana and Drua team have played in Australia and who whose cries are because they have watched this team work with almost nothing. Um, the the world rugby allowances alone are such a stark difference between the men's team and the women's Team. Our men get chauffeured around in beautiful luxury buses to training, to hotels, uh, to fly out of this country. Our women ride around in pickup trucks and in definitely not luxury. And so, you know, that's just a very simplistic way of looking at things. But you know, even at the World Cup in um, Japan, not very many years ago, our women stayed in budget accommodation. Um, a few years before that, in America, our Our women were staying in motels, cooking their own food, in electric frying pans in in their rooms, while our men have for decades, for at least two decades since I've been covering rugby, always stayed at at the very top hotels receiving, you know, pampering in order to go and play the kind of rugby that they do. So to see these women work, um, despite being uh, accorded a very, very different level of Financial support uh, to see them still have to do things in hiding just to be able to display what we now know is international grade rugby um, and come out on top with you know very little is um, just just hard to fathom even it's 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 people are tearing all over this country the men even and people are celebrating men and women alike because this is a team who are in Australia with only one corporate sponsorship and. Uh, Of course, the government of Australia and Australian rugby sponsorship, whereas our men are in in no short supply of corporate uh, companies here and in Australia, you know, wanting to get their branding on the Fijian Drua jersey. But this is a team that's gone with only one company, one now very well-known local grocery company um, who are willing to put their money where their mouth is. So uh, lots of emotions, lots of excitement, but also I think lots of hope in what is now going to be a very, very different future for the women's game here in Fiji.
0: Binakali there. And what's next for the Fijiana uh, Ndrua?
1: It would have been great if the Drua could come home because there are so very many happy people here, you know, wanting to lift them on their shoulders, wanting to put them on the pedestals that our men normally enjoy. But unfortunately for these women, or maybe fortunately, depending on, you know, where you're standing on the edge of the field, uh, these women have a test match with the um, Australian Wallerers, the Australian National Women's Team, and also the Japanese National Women's Team, which is great for the Drua because they're currently ranked um, 21 or, or 23, if I'm not mistaken, behind some very unknown uh, rugby playing, non-rugby playing countries. So these two matches are crucial for the Fijian and Druid team because it means an improvement in their rankings. And, and as you know, the higher up the rank you go, um, the better the test matches you can have and the better exposure you can have um, to international grade and world-class rugby. So they still have a little bit of work to do. But as these women have shown, apparently they're very, very good at the work they've chosen to do.